what up, what up? It's Herb Hill with the Keep It Chill Podcast. How's everybody doing? Hope hope everybody's doing good, feeling good, living good, looking good, being good. Um, man, I, I just it's, it's nice out where I'm at. It's nice, and and I'm happy. We over the winter time. We going into summer. It's feeling good. The trees is growing. So just trying to trying to stay positive. Keep my keep my vibes up. Trying to stay sucker free, as they say. Man, these playoffs in the NBA have been pretty good so far. I didn't, I didn't have much, uh, and I, I had, I didn't really watch basketball this year. I'm gonna be honest, um, and it's not really because I'm against their politics. It's really it's just too much politics. Like, like I'm not one of them people that saying, "Oh, they're they're doing Black Lives Matter. I can't watch this." Oh my God, I'm, it's not even about that. It's just little too liberal for me and i'm not a conservative i'm i just don't like to see all that because a lot of it behind the scenes is all that which is a subject i will get into but the playoffs for one have been very interesting a lot of upsets in game one a lot of um a lot of teams brought it that i didn't think would bring it like one game, I I said I wasn't even going to watch. Well, it was actually two games I said I wasn't going to watch: uh, Memphis and Utah, and then New York and the Hawks. I said I wasn't going to watch neither one of those games, but both of those games were very exciting. All the games, every game out there was exciting. A lot of them, and maybe it was the fans, but you could tell a difference from this year. But the bubble, the bubble was good too. But this year, right now, so far, these game ones have been very interesting. You know, I'm a Miami Heat fan, so I'm rooting for my, my Heat always, even if I ain't watching. You know, I like a couple a couple other teams out there too, but right now I just – I like Phoenix. Oh, I, I was a big Phoenix Sun fan back in the day. And Steve Nash, Namari, Stoudemire, uh, Sean Marion, I can go on and on. Tim Thomas, Rajah Bell, uh, 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 what's up, boy? Name? Uh, dang. They, the what do they call him? The Blur. Uh, Barbosa, Leandro Barbosa. That was my dude right there. That was a good, good squad. I wish they would have got a ring or two back in the day, but good times, good times. But what I was saying about what I don't like is the the liberalness, <laughs> if that's a word, in these sports. And you can see it. It's pretty obvious. Um, they're always trying to play. And before, you couldn't even get a word. And it's not really the players that's doing it. It's really the league, and it, it doesn't feel right. Like, oh, we stand for Black Lives Matter. Like, why does it have to be an organization? Why don't? Why don't it? Why does it have to be that organization? Why can't it be any organization, or why can't it just be? Hey, we are standing with our players, who are black men. Majority, majority of them are black men. So we are standing with them, and if you harm them, you harm us. It won't go that far because a lot of these men that are these owners, they ain't putting their money on that. They doing it because it's making them money. If it wasn't making them no money. They wouldn't be doing it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like last year was a down year, so they was trying to pull viewership in by doing those things, which they lost a lot of people. But they know, like I said, majority of black people playing it and watch it. So, you know, that's kind of why I was like, I, I ain't feeling this. And I told you, and I said why I don't really rock with Black Lives Matter. The message is cool, but it, it has an alternate meaning to me. BLM means ball. Lucifer Moloch. When you're saying BLM, BLM, you're not saying what it is. I see a lot of people holding up BLM signs but or wearing BLM shirts, but that can mean anything. You know what I mean? That can say bald, lucky, musty. <laughs> it, it can mean anything when you, when you get into the letters. But when you see certain people saying BLM, 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 and it's like, yo, you're not black. And black lives don't matter to you. So why are you saying BLM? Just like because something when something becomes so powerful, people start to infiltrate it to make it mean other things. Just like Black Panthers. You had good Black Panthers that was really trying to do something right. Then you had the ones that was like, no, we gonna bust your head. Then you had the ones that was coming in, yeah, brother, we down, and then go stab you in the back. Like a William O'Neill. Or, yeah, brother, we down. We going to fight for the cause. And then when everybody get killed, you run in, hide, and go join forces with the wicked people or just be a whole, you know, uh, uh, inside man, you know. And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that right now. And, you know, like I said, with sports, what Ka Colin Kaepernick did, he brought attention or he tried to bring attention to something. But, and I remember that time. That was about, what, 2016? Yeah, about, yeah, 2016, season of 2016. He started doing that, and he might have been doing that before, but I, I found it weird that, like, the media just started paying all this crazy attention to it. And maybe it was the time that we were in. Maybe that was supposed, obviously it was supposed to happen that way. But... I don't know about Colin Kaepernick as a solid dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying he ain't solid. I'm just saying I don't know about him. Like, he's, he's kind of sketchy because he you never see him talking about nothing. You never see him out there. You just hear about him, you know. And I know we live in a world where Freemasonry is – Big, big thing that gets overlooked because we looking at all the glitz, the glam. We blame it on the Illuminati, everything, which is a part of Freemasonry, which is Freemasonry. Your your Greek fraternities and sororities, what do you think that is? What do, what do people think pledging to Alpha, Beta, Chi, Chi, Beta, Kappa, whatever? Those are Greek things. You're a black man in a Greek society or in a Greek frat or a sorority. A black man in a, in a frat and a black woman in a sorority. And then when you get out of school, say you go into high politics or acting or something like that, and you become big, guess where you go? You don't go to the Illuminati because they don't accept black people. That's a white thing. They say, oh, you going to the boule. Look it up. Look up what the boule is. 
Look at all them 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 light skinned pale Negroes who started it. Look at what they was. That ain't changed. Those things just because they started and you don't hear about it, they don't go away. So when you see Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, and I admit I was a fool. I'm not gonna say I was a fool. I didn't know. But when I know, I'm not gonna go out there still doing the same. Damn, you ain't gonna catch me on my knee with my fist up. That's a that's a um, Freemasonry thing. That same pose with the knee, the knee down, one knee up, and your fist up in there. That's a Freemasonry pose. I'm not joking. Look it up. That Wakanda sign, that Wakanda salute. That's a Freemasonry sign. Look it up. That that rock that uh, Jay Z threw up the diamond. That's a Freemasonry sign. Them sixes that LeBron and many basketball players be throwing up, that's a Freemasonry sign. So if, if and you see it all in sports, the coaches throw up them sixes, the devil horns, the rock and roll, the, the actors, the ball players, football players, politicians. And these people separate themselves from common people because they in that and we ain't. You know what I mean? I don't know a lot about Freemasonry because I would never do it. I know I went to one meeting one time. My cousin, when I moved to Seattle, she dropped me off at a, um, it was, I guess it was a black man version of the, well, it was Freemasonry. It was a, uh, damn, what do they call it? I just, the only reason why I know it is because I saw the little compass thing that they have. That sign, it was on the door. The Freemason. It was a lodge. She drove off at a lodge and was like, yeah, uh, just go in there and meet with these guys and see what they can do for you. And I went in there and I saw them talking about it. It was like, yeah, we're, we're Freemasons and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yo, I got to go to the bathroom. And I left. <laughs> I wasn't even about to sit up in there. These old black men, you know what I mean? And maybe I was being ignorant, but at the same time, something told me to leave. And I left. And that, that's my only, like, interaction with that. I sat there for 30 minutes, and we were talking about careers and uh, lanes to go down and paths and all this stuff. And then they was like, yeah, we're Freemasons, and we do this and blah, blah, blah. We're Masons. And I, I was like, I'm out of here. And I, I don't like affiliating myself with anything. Like, I don't like labels. I don't like titles. I don't like dubbing myself as something because you – when you call yourself something other than your name, like, you, you label yourself. You know, like, I'm a real nigga. Like, I'm not a nigga. I'm a real man. I say that about myself. I'll say something about myself, but I ain't going to dub myself, label myself, or call myself something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't believe, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm not a Christian. I'm a man that believes that Jesus died for me. No, I'm not a man that believes that. I'm a man that knows that Jesus died for me. That's what I am. Oh, I'm a I'm a, a, a CEO. That don't mean nothing. Your, your titles don't mean nothing in life. Because when you die, they can't put that on your tombstone. They can't say, oh, uh, John Watkins, CEO, loved father, uh, great husband. They're going to run out of space. These titles in life don't mean nothing. It just feeds your egos and feeds your pride. And a lot of these people that have these egos is in the same type of stuff I'm just talking about. A lot of these 
politicians, a lot of these doctors and lawyers and judges and ballplayers and actors and entertainers and directors and producers and it's all ego. Nobody's better than nobody. But people use their money to measure how much of a man they are. But you can be you can be rich and have no character as a man. And you can be broke and have all the character as a man. You know what I'm saying? Or as a person in general, not just a man, women too. You don't have to have money to be something. But in this life, in this world that we live in where everything is a mirage, you got to have the money to back up what you are. Or act like you got it. Fake it till you make it is what they say. You know, we, we live in a society where everything is not real. Everything is fake. We've all been lied to our whole lives. And when you start unraveling things in your brain like all the lies it's almost like a mummy you wrapped in lies and you start pulling it off wrapping it around your eyes and your body and start freeing your body up a little bit to where you can be like oh starting to you breaking you breaking them chains of darkness them wraps of lies around your mind and that deception and it's real this is real stuff man i'm not lying like, I don't know everything, and I'm okay with that. I can sit there and say, I don't know anything in life. Instead of me saying I know everything. Because if you say you know everything, you really know nothing. Because like I said, we've been deceived. I said this before. I said, when you give your life to the Lord, when you're born, you are born dead. Right? And you grow up and you celebrate birthdays. I'm one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and so forth. You get older, 50 years old, 55, you still did. 57 years old, you decide to give your life to the Lord. And then you're reborn. Then you'll start to grow for real. We talk, we always talk about physical growth. We talk about mental growth. You talk about financial growth, but nobody ever talks about spiritual growth. Ever. I ain't ever met one person that talk about spiritual growth. It's, it's always the physical, the mental, financial. And that when you go to church, that's all they talk about. Really, it's financial. Oh, the Lord is going to bless you with a new house. I'm like, I don't need no damn house. I got a house. <laughs> oh, the Lord is going to bless you with a woman. I'm like, I, I'm married. Well, uh, the Lord is just going to bless your mind with love and peace. Like, yeah, yeah, all right. I ain't coming for that. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, the church preaches prosperity. They're not being real with you. They've never been real with you. They, they, And that's why so many people, they blame Jesus for everything because the man that they run to is... You got to understand at some point you can't run to a man to save your life. You can't well save your life is one thing, but to lead you spiritually, you have to go to the source. And that's Jesus. You can't go to another man who is in it for prosperity, who's preaching prosperity and screwing all the men and the women in the church and screwing you out of your money every week. Got you paying tithes, knowing tithes is done away with. When Jesus died, when Jesus was crucified and when he sacrificed himself for us 
all that tied stuff is done away with the water baptism done away with y'all read the bible but y'all don't really read the bible and i'm not going to get into the verses and the scripture it's in there all you got to do is go in there and look dipping in the water that's done paying tithes to a preacher that's done the man of god back then that was his only job was to lead people with the word so he didn't have a job so people would give him bread they would give him meat they would give him fish they would give him clothes or something wood for burning fire anything it was like a barter his job was to do this and your job was to offer him something that was a good gesture one something you had to do but some people did because the word of God meant a lot more to people back then than to do now. You you telling me the preacher gets the word from the Lord, talks to you about the word. Well, really, a, a verse in the book, in the Bible talks to you about that for an hour and a half and you pay him 10 percent of your income. That makes no sense to me. And they almost forced, they got ATMs in there. Oh, brother, if you ain't got the cash, we have an ATM. <laughs> oh, brother, I got a PayPal. Uh, brother, it's pimp, preacher, and prophet. Send, send, out, send $100 to that account right there, brother. Yeah. So you <laughs> so you telling me they got PayPals, they got uh, Venmos and Square accounts. They, they passing the... Uh, the basket around putting your money in and they also got like square counts and uh, like it's crazy man just slide your phone this way brother we gonna get that 10 percent somewhere we don't accept change brother only dollar currency not coin currency brother pretty soon we gonna start accepting bitcoin we just trying to get it set up you know that, like <laughs> it's crazy man it's crazy but you know, like I said, all of this stuff has a lot to do with why I feel the way I feel, why I think the way I think. I see it. It's a movie. It's pretty obvious, but people choose to ignore. And I don't. Like, I can see how everything is affecting the next thing. You know what I mean? And I think ever since, I'm going to say, I, I'm going to say this. I, and this is where everything changed. I think. Obama's first presidency, like it was that, and the second presidency, and I think I'm I'm just follow me. It was Trayvon Martin, and it was the, the Oscar Grant, the Mike Brown, Sandra Bland, Lando Castile, Eric Garner, um, Tamir Rice. I don't want to butcher his name. Um, Freddie Gray. Um, I mean, so many of those things, those cases have happened. And we just move on to the next thing. But in doing that, so many things are happening. And it's, it's like a paper chase. But all this has happened and Trump comes in and he's the racist person. I, I remember, and this is this is my mindset, because I remember things. I remember when he won, it was almost like he wasn't supposed to run. That's how everybody was reacting. But he won, and I remember they were showing people in uh, Portland 
that was like already out there marching, marching, marching. And I remember when he won some old white guy. I was eating lunch somewhere, and this old the day he won, this old white guy comes up to me and is like, "How do you live? How do you live knowing that this guy is your president? Like, how do you go on? Like, he was trying to invoke some type of anger out of me, but I'm like, uh, I'm going to wake up." to do what I've been doing every single day don't matter who no president is to me because they don't dictate my life I still got to get up and do what I got to do so if he's a race the most racist president we ever had oh well he what he does shouldn't affect my life and that's how I live these are human beings or people or what I like to call people so if he I mean he ain't the only racist president that's ever been that's a fact. You know, maybe he's racist, maybe he isn't. But the, what they were what they was pushing was he was the most racist. He was a womanizer. They also they actually even put I remember the debate with him and Hillary Clinton. They put up that he had sexually assaulted a 13 year old girl or molested, and that was all over the place. So, all if all you see about a guy is negativity. I never seen him do that with Clinton, Bush Jr., Hillary Clinton, Al Gore, uh, uh, McCain. Now I forgot the other guy's name that ran against Obama that second time. Um, I didn't see none of that. And I didn't even see it with Joe Biden. And Joe Biden got a lot of dirt. I ain't going to say it, but it's, it's a lot. And if you want to measure up two racist people, put him and Trump on the same scale, I guarantee you <laughs> the new guy is going to weigh a lot more with all his baggage. Not even just racism, just stuff in general. But that's another, neither here or there, nor there. And, you know, I, I just, I see things differently. Like, it was almost like, People of color were groomed to hate him. And I didn't care for him. I don't hate him because I don't know. I was like, I ain't voting for him. I wasn't voting for Hillary either. So I wasn't emotionally invested. When when they said he won, I just kind of was like, yep, oh, I kind of expected that's the world we live in. You know, if he's a, a Ku Klux Klan guy or a racist, like, why wouldn't he? Because that's the world we really live in. I think majority of this world feels that way. So you can't. As a as a as a melanated man, you can't expect me to think that this world is better than what I constantly see. And I at that time, when this uh, when he won and all this, I had been dealing with a lot of racist stuff in my workplace, from people I worked on, people I worked around, and just people in general. So it was almost like when he came, it opened right back up because this is after eight years of Obama, so it's like people start showing their true colors again. And it was confusing to me. But, you know, it's like they groomed us to hate them, and this is the media doing that. It ain't really nobody around me, because most of the people I come across didn't care, or they was telling me to vote for them. And they were just saying, yeah, financially, he's the guy you want to vote for, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, nah, I'm good. I think I, I realize you can take my voting rights. I don't give a damn. I just don't believe 
voting in this country, and I might sound ignorant, whatever, but this is my personal belief, my personal opinion. Yeah, my ancestors wanted the right to vote. And my ancestors also wanted the right to sit in white restaurants when they didn't want them to. So this country pretty much labeled melanated people as one-third of a human. And it's like, I don't want the right to vote in your stupid elections that you guys choose these stupid people every every four years to do this stupid job that they're puppets. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I play along with this stupid make-believe stuff? It's like watching WWE, and I used to watch it, and I got very, you know, I still watch it, I ain't gonna lie. I don't watch it like I with the eyes of a of a ten year old, but I watch it with the eyes of a thirty one year old. It's kind of like, oh, I see what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. It, it's just a lifelong thing that I've always done. I still watch it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't watch it all the time, but I do. But it, it's predictable. It's real, but the outcome of it is scripted. Like these guys are really slamming each other, not punching each other. They're not really kicking each other. They're slamming each other, jumping off ropes. That stuff is real. The stunts, they're like stuntmen. That stuff is real. Slamming each other through chairs and hitting with tables. And a lot of these guys in, in other promotions, it, it, it gets a little realer when they beating each other up and cutting each other open and stuff. But politics is just like WWE in the scripted aspect. So, please don't take offense to it, wrestlers. That's not what I mean, because I'll still watch it. <laughs> I'm just saying, even sport, I mean, like, actual, like, competitive sports is the same thing. I, I believe some of it is scripted. I mean, you got referees there to, to they can change a narrative as well, you know? The media can change a narrative. They come up with storylines. Oh, is LeBron James going to bounce back in game two? Knowing damn well he is because the referees is ready to do their part to make it look that way. They want him to win so that they make it look like it's hard for him to do it, knowing that it's easy for him. He'll take that game off knowing that, oh, well, next game, definitely, guys, I'm about to score 60. So I'm not saying that's true. I'm just, I'm just saying. But, I mean, politics is, is scripted, so it's like, why why get emotionally involved in that if you know it's not right? Like, they always say, choose the lesser of the two evils. I don't vote for evil, man. I don't, I can't, and I won't. And if you want to take my voting rights away, go right ahead. Because I vote for Jesus, and, and these people that I'm voting for don't believe, don't live, and don't care. I happen to know Hillary wears an upside-down cross, so. <laughs> and a lot of yeah, don't get me started. But a lot of these people ain't no good. So why would I give my energy to putting in to them for a vote so that they can continue to deceive people and tell people, hey, guys, Go get your jab. Go get your poke. And 
the world will be safer again. Like, I ain't falling for that, and I ain't falling for them. I don't trust Satan. I don't trust you. And if you don't live for Jesus, then you live for Satan. And that's the moral of the story. Either you live in sin or you live in the truth. And the truth is Jesus. If you don't live in if you don't live in the truth or Jesus, then you live in the world, which is Satan's playground, and you live in sin. At the end of the day, that's what it all comes down to. So you pick and choose what you want to do. You pick and choose what you want to believe. I know what I I don't I hate that word believe matter of fact I know what I know you know what you know you choose to feel what you want to feel that's a better word I, I don't like saying believe because it almost sounds like doubt to me you choose to feel what you want to feel but I know what I know and I'm telling you but people are going to reject it resist it and downplay it that's fine you do what you want to do I mean look at Look at everything that we got going on right now. Like people were saying, oh, these towers that they put up, they're no good. These things that you see being sprayed in the sky, they're no good. Um, the, the things being put in your toothpaste are no good. The things being put in your water is no good. These uh, harmful ingredients in your food, they are no good. Why do they do that? Why do people do that? Because this is the people that do these things. We can we can say, oh, you know, say, say, but yes, I agree. These people that are doing it have Satan in them, but at the same time, it ain't physically Satan putting fluoride in your water, poison in your toothpaste, putting uh, trisodium phosphate in your honey nut Cheerios or your checks or your kicks <laughs> which is like paint cleaner i think you know like why are these things in our food it's not satan spraying chemtrails above our heads like but people say it's conspiracy but what is it then is it good for us were they doing this in the beginning of time because we are still that same creation we have not changed you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we aren't changed. So, how how are these things that we're doing today are better for us now than they were back then? If anything, I believe we were healthier back then. Opposed to now, like, we, we might be more physically dominant or whatever we think. We're clearly dumber. They still don't know how them pyramids was built. And if they do, they sure ain't letting off on that one. What are these things? You know what I mean? Like somebody explained to me why human beings do these things, knowing that they're going to affect us. There was a guy. There's a guy named Phil Schneider. He was a he was a, he became a whistleblower, but he was a part of building uh, these dumbs, D-U-M-B-S, which is deep underground military bases. He was a part of it, right? And this is coming from his own mouth, so I'm not I'm I'm paraphrasing, but I'm quoting him at the same time. He said he took part in building these things. He's seen a lot of things under there. He, I don't know if he did anything, but I know he's seen a lot of things. And then he was explaining it. And he went off to say, he's like, they paid me a lot of guacamoles. And it's like, 
all right, you got paid a lot of money to do these things that you you have a conscience that may not be good, but you do it because the money's good, and that's that's enough for your soul. These people that are spraying these chemtrails over us, are these military? You know what I'm saying? Is that the military? These are the people that we saying we, we fight for and we want to, to continue to fight for our freedoms. Is that military? I don't know. I'm asking. I really don't know, and I hope it's not because that stuff that they're spraying ain't good. Is it who's putting uh, fluoride in our water saying it's good for our good for us to clean the water? But how come we just can't have clean water? Who puts trisodium phosphate in cereal where kids eat and adults eat, knowing that it's harmful if you ingest it? It says that on the on the bottle of trisodium phosphate, TSP is what is uh, is the label on the cereal it's called TSP but it's called trisodium phosphate look it up they even got um, there's like a red dye that's like a bug that they crunch up and it's like the color of the bug is like a dark red there's several things up there but these are human beings that are doing this stuff to other human beings and it's like really what is your soul worth the the nurses, the doctors right now, that's the biggest one because these things that they, they pushing right now, they're experiments. They didn't test it on anything. Not an extensive test. Maybe a couple animals and guess what? They all died. And now they putting it in you. And you allowing them. But let me not speak no truth because these days you speak the truth, you either call the troll, you speak the truth, they try to shut you down, you speak the truth, they try to kill you, you know? And I ain't saying nothing that I just want people to think for themselves. But I'm covered in the, lo I'm covered in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm not worried about nobody. This is edification. Like we we look into these people when they don't give a damn about us. They over there getting paid for it. The time all these people died, all they gotta do is say the reason of your passing was C K O B I D. That's all they gotta say. Maybe I should spell it better. I was just trying to be creative. C-H-O-B-I-D. That's what they would say. The reason of your passing was. And they get a kickback. That information is out there too. And that not only the kickback, but that number of that, you know, passing goes up. Because you get your head blown off, the say you pass from that. You fall off a cliff, they say you pass from that. You know? It's, it's all out there, man. All this information is out there. And then one, like back to the Freemason stuff, this is what I found out later, late last year. Um, the guy 
who was the lawyer for uh, George Floyd and uh, Breonna Taylor, Ben Crump, right? I noticed he popped up with the Tupac stuff because he made a documentary talking about Tupac and all that. They did that. Then I seen him again with... uh, He popped up again before this uh, Floyd stuff. And then um, with Breonna Taylor. But what I noticed, I'm like, why is this guy everywhere now? You know who that reminded me of? Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson. Who do I see behind him? At There was another person that something happened to in between uh, Floyd and Taylor. But I seen him there, too. And he was like, we don't want, we don't just want justice. We want the money. We want, you know, he was pretty much saying we want to be compensated. He ain't speak. He's speaking for himself, not the family. Cause that's why he's there. He's there to get the money. He don't give a damn if they get justice. He ain't nothing but the Rollo Goodlove from Boondocks. The J- Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton that we know, they only pop up when it's convenient or beneficial for them. Or, you know, something financially good for them, they'll pop up. But I noticed one thing. And I noticed it's about the other two as well that I just spoke about. Guess what? They all Freemason. They all boule. Look it up. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to lie about. When you start doing your research, you find things. You know what I mean? You can't trust these people, man. No matter how good it looks or how good it sounds, you can't trust them because they all got narratives and agendas to keep us divided, to keep us fighting each other to keep us hating each other and if people hate you stop hating them because that hate is a is a wicked spirit and a lot of people do have that in their heart they'll smile in your face and act like a good person but that hate comes out of these people and it's not a it's not just one type of person i mean hate is going to kill somebody murdering somebody robbing somebody stealing something from somebody that's hate Evilness, wickedness, treachery. These are all bad things that people do on a daily basis. And then when something goes wrong and they get upset to where they feel like they got to stand up, they start, we should stop doing this. No, stop doing everything. Everything that ain't right, stop doing that. Treat people fairly. Treat people right. Love people, respect people, care about people. It's like nobody has a good heart and nobody wants it. Everybody wants good things, but we live in a world of wickedness and nobody wants to be good or stand up. Nobody wants to be fair or loving. Nobody wants to be nice and respectful and kind. You know what I'm saying? Like, lead by example. How you going to be out here in the street shooting at people every week and then when when somebody gets shot in your neighborhood, you want to stand up and Scream Black Lives Matter. Do they matter all the time or just sometimes? And these folks know. That's why they always bring it up. Oh, black black people kill their own. 
So why does it matter now? They think we all do that. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy, man. Like, we got to get it together, man. And what everything Kwame Brown said about these black media guys, from Charlemagne, Stephen A. Smith, to Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes, he was absolutely correct. They build a career off tearing black men down because it's successful. It pays because these white guys that own them want them to do that so that they can pay them. Like, you're going to be compensated for tearing down your own race. And on the flip side, they go out there. When when something bad happens in the black community, it's like, oh, man. It's just time to get it together. It's time to. It's, this happens every couple months, maybe four or five times a year. And when it's really when it's a really good time, especially during political season, it's the best time. Racism pays the bills for a lot of people. Just like slavery paid a lot of bills for a lot of people. Some people, some people's kids today is going to college because of slavery. A lot of people's kids. A lot of people is buying land because of slavery right now. It ain't black people. It ain't us that it benefited at all. Some people loaning people money right now in other countries or from another country with money that was accumulated from slavery. Think about that. I ain't making nothing up. Got nothing to lie about. And one thing I always got to say at the end of the show, I always got a fact. But my fact today is, not my fact, but my quote. It ain't trolling if it's the truth. Peace.